Sie hören Sport und Musik. In a world where fans fight over whether to call it football, football, or soccer, two German men defy the odds and call it Fußball. Bringing you inside the German-American Fußball experience. And now, here are your hosts, the Schnitzel Boys. Messi! <laughs> Messi! 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 Lionel Messi, el mejor jugador del mundo. Potter, should we call him Messi, Lionel Messi Potter? Why, why is it Messi Potter? Because he had a, he had like a weird wizard robe on when you got the the trophy what the was robe. That? The, the robe the robe it's harry it's harry potter outfit qatar is like i don't give a crap about your little game here make sure the world knows this is qatar they put a robe on him as someone on twitter said I mean, in four years when someone wins the title in new york or la put a cowboy can we hat put on leather jacket and a cowboy hat on yeah what is it what's it gonna be i mean you know we want to Want to be uh, want to be respectful, do we? I guess, but like that's dumb. Like that's not a thing. You don't put clothes, specific outfits on people. Hey, listen, this might open a whole new box of way to celebrate. You bring out a designer, and at the end, when they're when they're getting their gold medal, and they have to go through a quick change. That's booth, gonna be everybody's to... just the the, uh, the 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 soccer game is just gonna be the the. The, the the warm up everybody just wants to know what is the what is going to be the outfit RuPaul is there yeah uh, it's just it's going to be like... some going to be some critiquing yeah get this get this this will be a fun assignment next so when the World Cup winners in 2026 you have to put every player every player and staff has to represent a state so every state gets its own costume. <laughs> And that would what be a fun the, assignment. What are the, yeah, I mean, what are the, it's like everybody's what, just, it's just what? sweatpants and sneakers. No, <laughs> yeah, like, it's just a bunch of dad things. everywhere. Yeah, like Portland, it's like, I don't know, what is a port, like, uh, I don't know, Seattle, everyone has to wear flannel and jeans, Texas who wear boots and a cowboy hat. What does New York wear? Daniel Young, good to see everyone this evening. Hello, Daniel Young. Not what welcome. does New York wear, Daniel Young? Yeah, what is, this, what is the New York outfit that we're going to put on whoever wins is it a, the... Is it a 50s jacket yeah. with greased back hair and white shirt and jeans <laughs> like from the 50s? Oh, that was wild. That was wild. I was yeah. like, I mean, I didn't even, because I kind of tuned out after the, it also took them a while somehow yeah. it was a to, long get one. This, to get this going, right? Because we were, I was at a bar and then we went uh, to have lunch after and sat around for a while and the, the, the lunch place didn't really have the game on. But then all of a sudden there were some Argentina, Argentina fans walking in and they turned it on. And they were just starting, right? The, right, the right. Sam, I was like, "What?" And I was, yeah, yeah so I wasn't fully paying attention. I was just like, "What does he wear? What is that?" <laughs> <laughs> they put it on him. <laughs> yeah, it's the invisibility cloak. Makes was, him more invisible. It this, took a while. Uh, there was yeah. a whole. They were all hanging out afterwards, and then the, everyone had their individual awards handed out, and they took a photo. 
and they took a photo without Mbappe. Mbappe was really unhappy because he lost. So I mean, like I don't get I don't get taking a player and parading him in front of everybody everybody after he loses. Because yeah. Mbappe got the golden boot. All right, because right? he got a freaking hat trick in the World Cup final. That's never and he lost before, right? That has and never, he yeah. lost. No one's right. ever lost a World Cup final. They scored a hat trick in. No, that's never happened. What a crazy final! Everyone's talking. Every, so here we go, Bjorn. Yeah. Is everyone a prisoner of the moment, or is what everyone's saying true? This is the best World Cup final ever. I mean, what is what is you know anyway i don't want to get too into the weeds like what is the what is a good what's best i mean i guess right. for most people it's like high scoring is best. i mean it was definitely the wildest it was for sure the wildest of my lifetime i mean yeah. oftentimes you know i thought the kind of poor defending was a little frustrating i thought like i mean it's sort of just just as a just as a viewer but i mean it was uh it was a wild game it was a crazy game well, your and friend was, said and, with Otamendi in the back line, you can't win a World Cup. That's right. And he almost was proven correct because Otamendi <laughs> tried his best. I mean, he he basically single-handedly uh, brought them back. Because up to that point, the first 80 minutes, it was not one of the greatest um no, That's what I was going to say. Because uh, France was extremely poor. France didn't play for eighty for eighty minutes. It was zero Extremely shots. Poor and not, not just and shots on goal. Zero shots. They had at that point they had like two, but for they were two, pretty, but... they were at the sixtieth, at the sixty fifth minute. I think it took them to the sixty fifth minute to get a shot. Period. Right. And uh, a shot on goal, not until later. Yeah, I mean, it was it was crazy. They were just it was they were they were terrible, and they were and then yeah, Otamendi. Even though it turns out you can win a World Cup with Otamendi at center back, it turns out he did his best. He single-handedly dragged them back into the game, right, with that penalty, which at, which I thought at the time, just watching it at the bar, I thought seemed maybe a little soft. But then uh, people seem seem unanimously to agree that that was a penalty. Um, well, for, for Argentina's penalty was soft. And again, I, just like early yeah, in the tournament, yeah, that's Argentina's skills. That's I get it's true. a penalty on paper, but those are the skills of divers. When people criticize divers, that's what that is. Argentina brought it back. A, a lot of ways, a lot of old school soccer resurfaced in this tournament. And 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 within the age of VAR, Argentina figured it out. Like even with VAR, we're gonna sell ours, we're gonna take care of these penalties. And they sold them just right. And they earn themselves a penalty, and they earn themselves a trophy. You know, the the Argentina yeah. have the dark arts in their midst, and they well, use they definitely. Well. I mean, they were so strong for the first, yeah, until that penalty it was a clinic. Really, they had were completely in control. They came out complete, very. I mean, just a completely different level of intensity compared to France, and uh, that virus looked real, huh? I mean, we definitely we've 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 had this. We can talk. Go back to the semifinals too. Like France has not been that good. I mean, they have the talent, but they are not a well set up team. We've been talking no. about that for a little while now, and today it was the same. They just came out really flat. The midfield. Uh, I mean, this whole like Griezmann being the one man midfield. 
has never fully worked, but today it really didn't work. No. Argentina just walked through them, and it 40th minute he made he took out Giroud. 2-0 down, 2-0 down, took out Giroud and... Um, Dembele, right? And Dembele. Dembele was right. terrible. I mean, yeah. Dembele has, yeah. not had a good, has not had a good tournament overall, I would say. And uh, he was he was bad today, gave up the penalty to Angel Di Maria, uh, who was a surprise starter but did great and was so yeah. happy to score score his goal. And uh, But yeah, I mean, if you have the talent and the depth and this incredible squad that they have, despite all the injuries, despite all that they still bring up, Kingsley Coman. I was like, oh, right, Kingsley Coman's on yeah. their bench, who was great so when he came in. Sharama, and, uh, right? Sharama, uh, Bundesliga staple. And, uh, you know, he just, you don't need a, you don't really need a coach. You can just, you just need somebody to throw out a bunch of, I mean, they had seven subs between the, between the overtime and the and the head injury, they got a couple extra a couple extra subs, so they swapped out their entire team basically. Is it they had seven or they had six? Seven? No, they had seven. Yeah, because of Are you the, allowed to have seven um, because of the head injury, they got an extra. You get you get five, then you get an extra one yeah, if it's overtime, and then and then you get the head, and then they have the head injury subs. That's a new oh. thing. Is there a plus one in overtime? Yeah, as well? yeah, yeah. Right. Damn, you could have, it's a seven. That's that's like seventy five percent of it's your wild. Out. Yeah, it's yeah, wild, and and uh, and that's that's where they just really have what they have on on every other team. They just have this incredibly deep squad, and so that kept mm-hmm. them. So they they somehow found a way to keep staying in the game. I mean, it was a fortunate that handball penalty was was fortunate for them well, as well. A little was, unlucky. No, it's it clear blatant. cut. It's Argentina's not a. It's like boom. Yeah, but you're right. It's like Argentina. Why are you doing that? Did you need to do that? Maybe, I mean, it, but... it was it's unfortunate. He's with, the, with his back to the ball. He's just jumping. I mean, he doesn't do that on purpose. It's nothing you can do about it. But it's still it's a clear penalty. But it's still lucky. It's not like they earned it's, it or anything. France and, had the momentum. In two minutes, they woke up, got the momentum, and the whole game swung in their favor. It was crazy. And, and I was, was like, man, wild. I don't think Argentina. It's like I was like, Argentina does not look great right now. Uh, no, then, I mean it's it's tough. They were in. They were in game management mode, and then it's tough to turn it back on. But then overtime, I thought, "Oh, we're going to penalties for sure," and we did in the end. But it, but not after right. a lot happened. It was very two open. Goals. And goals. both teams, two goals plus either team had a pretty good chance at the end to win it. There was the oh, Emmy Martinez, save. Emmy yeah. Martinez saved with the foot, and then um, Martin, the other Martinez the on header. the other side, had a pretty open header that he yeah. that he really shanked. But it was a pretty, Lots. it was a good look. Um, but yeah. at the end, at the end, there was one key difference between these two teams. And you know what that was? Only uh, one team had an active MLS player on its roster, <laughs> and that <laughs> was the tiebreaker. That alone. <laughs> made the difference did he get any has he gotten any time this whole time i think he got if he got trash bit to the group stage he got that. into he got into a game yeah without like, that they would have never survived it's sort of uh um uh it was a little he, pathetic he shared, how much how shared, much how much shared, mls social media was pushing this considering that he really wasn't gonna play like they no, had, no. <laughs> i mean they it, didn't it, have it, seven the Twitter, subs, but they had four or five and he still didn't make it in on the Twitterverse, they're just like, 
the first time an active MLS player plays in a World Cup. And I'm like using the term play very liberally because <laughs> he's really just hanging out. He's just there, but good for him. He's training. <laughs> yeah, this thing. Count, he was there. right? He's I mean, in that like... little scrum hole in the World Cup. I mean, more power to him. More power to him. No, I mean, good for him. Also, there were yeah. constant rumors that he's going to leave. He's probably yeah. not going to be on Atlanta, on, on Atlanta United when the season starts. So this is all a little bit. There's a few asterisks to this. But this is this is what it was. Stat. I have I have inside info. Okay. He went to the team the night before. He said, "Guys, I, I was there. I was. I went to the vault. I have the secret to Coca Cola's <laughs> recipe. Okay. I live in Atlanta. I went to the thing. I went next to the Olympic <laughs> Park." I have the recipe. They're like, what? Really? Demilo, Demilo, tell me, tell me. And he told him the recipe, and Coke is a huge sponsor of the tournament. It was FIFA's original sponsor, Coke. And right, that right. recipe and that information got Argentina through the tough times, and they won the tournament. Man, Thank you, Thiago Meda. You heard it Thank here you, first man. here on the Schnitzel Boys. This is not information you get anywhere else. More importantly about how smart we are, <laughs> Can I share a little something? Can I share sure. a little something? Please. This is about how really smart uh, we are. Mm. All right. I'm going to do that. All right. Do we see this? Oh, your bracket. bracket. Look at that. I, I announced this at the beginning of the tournament, right? Some of it's a uh, little weird. Some of it's a little weird. But but what do you see here in the middle, Bjorn? Well done. Well done. I mean, you should brag about that. That is not. Uh... Oh, I've been bragging about it all week. And, uh, it <laughs> and I'm putting this on TikTok. To. I'm going to find. It's also very it. gracious. Also very gracious that uh, that you 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 were using the first person plural here. That you're including me in this. I had nothing to do with this. You deserve. Yeah, all your you predictions were wrong. My <laughs> predictions today. My <laughs> predictions are traditionally poor. Nobody should ever put any money on my. Although I did. When uh, the shootout began at the bar, I said Argentina is going to win this. Oh, at the shootout? Yeah, <laughs> that would have so been. You would have gotten twenty I'll bucks back. So right now, I've got my bracket up that I printed before the World Cup. Some of it's a little wrong, but Uruguay? the top left is re- relatively accurate. Yeah, I got Canada, Canada I got Germany going up, beating Brazil, uh, losing to Brazil in the quarters and stuff. But like, I got um, I got Belgium going in the semis. You know, not all of it's correct. However. The final has France losing to Argentina in the final. El final. So I that's, got it right. That's huge. That's huge. If if I put a hundred dollars down, I would have gotten back six hundred and fifty bucks. But I did not bet because in California betting is illegal. So oh, I did really? not do that. And, however, at work I was offered this betting pool and I was gonna put in Argentina, but I just got never got around to it. I forgot about it. And now I would have gotten a little bit of change. Which would help with my holiday shopping, but alas, alas, bragging, bragging rights. rights. That's more important. That's worth more than. Yeah, well done. So, if you're wondering why I need to listen to these, whenever people pick soccer media and independent soccer media, they always ask themselves, "Who is this guy? Why do I care?" You care because I'm an analyst and I'm as accurate as a computer, pretty much. I'm, I'm more accurate. I've got yeah, pretty much inside track on stuff and just you know. I'm not an yeah. idiot. I got good predictions. I got good predictions. That's very I predict. Good. I predict. I'm going to do another Stefan oh Stradamus. Oh, quit Schitzel. while you're ahead. Quit while you're ahead. Schitzel no, Damas. no. Schitzel quit <laughs> I quit now. Quit now. That uh, freaking 
um, San Jose Earthquakes oh will be the winners of the 2023 MLS Cup. What? I'm joking. Of course I don't predict that. Of course I don't predict that. That's a terrible prediction. But what if it was true? Then I then you'd have to listen to what everything I said because literally I'm like a <laughs> well. So far we've su- only su- we've say. only made a name for ourselves through cursing people to to having <laughs> the opposite the opposite uh, happen of what we predict. So this kudos to you. This may turn a corner for us. Can I say also that? something I've been wrong about this yeah. whole World Cup? I'm like, where's Christopher Cuckoo? Where where is not playing? All of a sudden, I'm like, wait a minute. I Google it. He's injured. He left. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's not playing because he had to leave the squad in early November before the tournament started. Oh, we oh you, oh you we knew that, though, no? Yeah, I, I guess I should have known that, but I forgot it. Like, now uh, official, uh, now also, well, it's Fab, Fab uh, Romano official that he's going to Chelsea. In January or over the summertime? In, uh, in the summer. Oh, I was going to say, I got to keep that guy. Which means Christian Pulisic must go bye-bye. I know they don't play the same position, but still. Uh, mm. but this isn't the Christian Pulisic pod. We'll talk about that later. This is the World Cup final pod. So Argentina yeah. won. I, you know, this is one of those few times you'll see, you'll find me rooting for Argentina. As a German, they are yeah. essentially our nemesis, right? We don't, we, 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 we've, we've gone head-to-head a lot of World Cup games, big ones. Yeah, we've and some mostly, have gone their way, yeah, some have gone our yeah. way. Right in, in 2006, Torsten Frings got into a fist fight with who was it? Carlos Tevez afterwards. That was a wild, wild fighting game. or something. That was and, a then, and then game. in 20 in 2010, scored a goal in that game. Timbalovsky scored a goal, and then in 2010, Diego Maradona refused to go to the pre-match press conference because he thought. Thomas Muller was a freaking ball boy or some crap. Remember, remember that? <laughs> no, I don't. It was uh, Thomas Muller was sitting there in the press conference before the Germany Argentina quarterfinal. Diego Maradona legitimately it shows you how stupid that guy was. Diego Maradona legitimately thought that he was a ball boy, and he was mad because a ball boy was talking at a press oh, conference. Oh, interesting. And then Thomas oh, Muller's like, like, "Oh, I guess he doesn't know who I am." And then the next day, they destroyed them for nothing. And Thomas Muller's like, yeah, maybe yeah, I'll that was a good one. That was a great good game. game. I'm talking about how we went, you know, in 1990, we beat them on a, if there was VAR, that penalty would not have been given, I think, in the 1990 World Cup between oh. Andy Bremer. Andy uh, Bremer. Andy Bremer, that. And then, of course, the 86 tournament. Uh, so the other thing about Argentina, they're winning their third title. Mm-hmm. But this, as far as we know, unless all the Qatar bribing stuff, ends up being real this is the first like clean win because in 78 argentina won as hosts but that was a very very controversial world cup because of the military dictatorship Mm -hmm. at the time and especially the argentina peru game that, that had shades of bribing going on you know there's something fishy about that world cup and then 1986 diego maradona won by scoring a goal with his hands and by being hopped up on drugs, which is illegal. You're not allowed to be hopped up on drugs. But he was full of steroids the entire tournament. Uh, he's been doing Wait, how do we know that? Because he admitted he's been using steroids since 1983. Wow. That was okay. three years. So Argentina won two World Cups. And, and as a German, I would say incorrectly, both those World Cups could be stripped, honestly. This is the first World Cup they won where it's like they got the tournament, they won, they had the best player in the world, they earned all their results. All right. This is the this is the cleanest victory yet. 
I would argue. Congratulations. Congratulations to, to Argentina. Argentina boys. Congratulations to South America. The, the 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 balance of the force has been restored. It's been skewing Europe. Yeah, it's been finally. a long time. Yeah, it's been a while, right? That they uh 2002. 2002. Oh, 20 years. Yeah, 20 I was, years. I was in South America when they won the World Cup. Last, I was in Brazil when they won the World Cup. And it was a huge party, festa, and everyone was at the same party. It was a lot of fun. Now, 20 years later, Argentina is doing the same thing. The whole country's at the same party, and that's just a really cool feeling. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, yeah, so there you go. All right, so congratulations, Argentina. That's it. World Cup over. You know, World Cup over. We have to do our meliores momentos, best moments, our highlights, all the off-field crap, but we laughed, we cried. Uh, Fox coverage, uh, a very, very famous personality just ripping Alexi Lalas apart on Twitter. And I couldn't be happier because he's he's, he's a singing my song. Um, Who is this very famous personality? I don't know him, but apparently everybody else does. His name was John Green, a famous oh, YA man. author. He wrote The okay. Fault of Our Stars, I think. Let me look that up. Oh, no anyway, um, so we had... You know, after the World Cup, you said it took a while. They cut to NFL football ASAP. Um, yeah. And they had to go to the whole final thing on FS1. Bunch yeah, of or, on, or on uh, Univision had it too, or Telemundo was Telemundo. one Telemundo. Telemundo yeah, did yeah. a good job. Telemundo did a good job. Uh, I watched a lot of Telemundo this year. But if I'm not mistaken, they had the same play-by-play guy for like all of their games, it was always Andres Cantor. Oh, it's just what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he He's a hardest working, better, hardest working man in show business. If I didn't know any better, I think he did the entire tournament by himself. <laughs> I could be wrong, but every time I tuned in, it was always Andres Cantor. That can't be true. I, I don't care. You think? But freaking, he did every freaking game I saw. And I'm like, there's got to be other play-by-play guys, right? And the, I mean, obviously, especially with the games around the same time, but Andres Cantor was a busy, busy, busy boy. Busy man. Daniel Young. Who knows when the World Cup will return to the Middle East after this year? Good who question. Does know? Not 2026. Also, rumors are 2030 is very likely going to be the Argentina, Uruguay, Peru, South America mega party. People are thinking of it. 2034, perhaps. Maybe Morocco. I would love for Morocco to host the tournament. Huh? That's not is that is that the Middle East? Is Morocco Middle East? Yeah, I think right. Morocco's Middle East, right? The whole Middle Eastern world was rooting for them at this tournament. They're, they're at least half Middle East, right? I mean, they're yeah, they're they're right culturally, I guess, but geographically, it's Africa. But yeah, I guess that's it counts. Egypt, right? Egypt's Africa. But that's the Middle East, right? Uh, and then Saudi I Arabia. So. Yeah. I guess prime Middle East, <laughs> prime Middle East. Would be Saudi Arabia? <laughs> I don't know. Downtown Middle East. You know where I want the World Cup? Baghdad. <laughs> I want them to be in Iraq, Afghanistan, co-hosting bid. I want them in Baghdad. Oh I want them God. in Kabul. I want my World Cup in Iran, Iran, Iraq, co-host. <laughs> With an American referee. Ismail Elfath. What's this? Ismail, Ismail Elfath, Elfath referee. Was the fourth official today representing right. MLS. He was, he was being buddy-buddy with Leo Messi, telling about how cool Miami is and things like that. <laughs> off, oh, off the field. the, the uh, uh, Jorge Mas was seen in the suite with Messi today, somebody Ooh. was saying. 
So right. there is maybe something to this, this Messi to Inter Miami. I mean, he won it now. Now it's all that's it, right? He's done. He's gonna go. Is he gonna go to Miami? Is he gonna go to No, you know where he's going first, right? Where's he going first? Bayern? No, where's his home? Paris. Let's <laughs> go to Paris now. He plays what? for Paris. he plays for Paris Saint Germain. So after defeating the French, he has now has to go straight to Paris and play oh, for the I Parisians. See. I see. I, I, I was like, he has to win the Champions yeah. League. He has to win the Champions League for PSG. Playing Bayern, I was. They're playing Bayern next. I uh, somebody oh, was asking yeah. me today. What, how would you have answered this question? Someone was asking me, what's how are they as as teammates? Do they get along? Mbappe and Messi. What's what's that all about? Somebody who is a very casual soccer fan was asking me, and I said. Well, well, how what would you have said? And I'll tell you. Well, what I it's I. I mean, I'm not there. I don't know what it's like, but it seems like it's not an amazingly harmonious dressing room. It seems well, like Neymar, Messi, and Mbappe more Neymar and Mbappe live on their own universe, especially Mbappe. It's kind of I'm not a big Mbappe fan. Messi seems more chill, but you know, on YouTube, you have seen moments where Messi gets upset about Mbappe on the field and shit like that. So. As far as I know, it's pretty professional. And and at the end of the game today, Messi did not shake Mbappe's hand or like when when it was over, when they took those photos, Argentina was just with all his Argentinian teammates. He was not congratulating Mbappe. He was not shaking his hand. He was nothing. I didn't see any of that. So Yeah, they're not they're definitely not friends, right? But they have Yeah. And there were some rumors that Mbappe, even though he just signed a new contract, was already thinking of leaving. So it's questionable. Yeah. I was also saying that you know PSG they're a little bit like the Harlem Globetrotters of yeah of soccer they don't have any competition in France and it's just sort of and they have they have historically had a hard time then kind of buckling down in the Champions League and they haven't really succeeded there and we'll see what happens now they're going to play Bayern next this is on Valentine's Day mark your calendars Valentine's Day 2023 I'll be home alone, eating chocolate, uh, watching soccer. Yeah. <laughs> Those are my plans for Valentine's Day. I got a, it's cheap. It's a discount clearance sale. I got this heart heart shaped box. It's like perfect. More chocolate for one man, me, what me, myself, and me. You don't know you're going to be single in next Valentine's True. Day. You may be uh, you may be engaged True. by then. It's a long it's a long ways off. I might be married. I'm down the street from Vegas. Might be so. may, well, I guess that would be aggressive. That'd be an and then, aggressive. And a week case. later, a week later, I'm just robbed. All my stuff is just gone. And my my wife, who was not her real name, she's long <laughs> gone with my favorite TV and stuff. Your favorite <laughs> TV? No, not your favorite TV. Please take my children, but not my not, <laughs> not my, my Samsung. Favorite TV. Please, not oh. my Samsung. It's a QLED. No. <laughs> Let me back my QLED. Uh, oh man! Please keep the kids. Just give me back my QLED. <laughs> how are you? How are you making these kids so quickly? <laughs> getting married in three months, and you have your wife leaves you. I went to what's her faces. I went to uh, Angelina Jolie's uh, nonprofit or whatever. Oh, you just adopted a bunch. Okay, the kids and for strangers nonprofit. Oh yeah. man! So see, 10%. you're not going to have time to watch this game. There's going to be so much going on in your <laughs> yeah. life. I'll have a pretty, I'll have a pretty fast and furious lifestyle by that point, if that's the case. Uh, but no, yeah, PSG, PSG is a big old party of egos, right? There's no control over there. 
Um, you know, like it probably couldn't be more polar opposite than a club like Bayern Munich. Um, or just, you know, like where all sorts of players have left that club and said, I forgot who, maybe Kevin Trapp once even said, he's just like, that place is just a party or something. I don't know, you know, and then it was hard for Leonardo or whoever the, it was hard for the coaches to be in charge. It was hard for the sport directors to be in charge. It's a weird, it's a weird, uh, it's a weird setup. Yeah, yeah and Messi, no, I don't you. know. Maybe this was just his intermediate stop on his way to to into Miami. We'll see what happens with him. Um, Why does that have to be Miami? Does he want to be in Miami? Well, that's just what keeps popping up. Right. They have said they have um you know, they've said that that's what they want to happen, the the Miami owners. So they are on record as trying to trying to do this. Now, obviously, you know, Bochum probably would like to sign Messi as well, but they're not going to. So, no beach there. Um, no beach there. But my thing is with Inter-Miami, it's a lot of Argentinians in the league in general and in Miami. Maybe this shows how uh, maybe I don't have a great understanding of it. But as far as I know, Miami is a Brazil town. It's not an Argentina town. Oh, Like, like, like Neymar to Miami makes sense to me. Uh, you know, more than Messi. I mean, everyone loves Messi. There's a huge Barcelona contingent in, in Miami. I, I, I go to South Florida every year. I'm going there on Monday. Uh, I've gone to flea markets there. It's a lot of flea markets. And at the flea market, you see nothing but Barcelona jerseys. And they sell Barcelona. Like, there was a table full of Barcelona cologne one year. Like, like anything Barcelona can market and product, you can find it in Miami. So Miami is a Barcelona town. So I guess that's where I would put two and two he'll together. Be, he'll be great. He, I mean, yeah, he would love it there. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It's going to... I mean, at this point, that's it, right? He's 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 done it all. Now he's got nothing. He's got nothing left to, nothing left to prove. No. Um, yep, he's done. He's he's won more titles than anybody. You, you know, like um, you know how they criticize him for walking around a lot. The amount of walking he'll be doing in MLS. Ooh, I don't think he'll run once. <laughs> I think he he's just out to. there to he knows, clap and he knows where around. to. He knows where to be. He knows he doesn't need to run. He knows where. He knows what's up. And also, uh, if I'm not mistaken, also, he has five kids, right? He has five okay. little kids around that, him at the World how Cup. Does that, how does that factor in? He's 35. And he has like five 16-year-old kids. <laughs> I don't know. He's got five. They're all 16 years <laughs> They're old. older. They're not babies. They're older kids. They're older than him. It's weird. How does this? How is this? How did this happen? He's got five 37 year old kids. <laughs> cool. All right, Bjorn. <laughs> tell me favorite moments of this World Cup. Go. Favorite moments of this World Cup. Uh, when Tony Rudiger did that weird walk, <laughs> the run, right? I just went. I just went on Twitter, and they 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 did this funny thing where oh yeah, they cut and pasted him out of it, running down the field and running <laughs> out of the stadium, running to the airport and flying away from Qatar. That was just wild. Right. Um, no, Deserve. my favorite, my favorite moment, um, was when Harry Kane shanked the penalty. <laughs> No, no, because England went home or what? It wasn't that either. Um, On that note, though, I guess the Moroccan team, uh, the Moroccan Morocco celebrating 
their quarterfinal win. I'm going to pick. Yeah, and carrying carrying their coach across the field who looked like Matt Doyle. <laughs> <laughs> There's this great picture of him, like, with, like, like, like a big old baby. He's like, oh, whatever. It's so mean, fun. Yeah, that was yeah. just fun. You know, we've, 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 uh, for decades, really, we've been sort of anticipating the success, the potential success of African soccer. And this is, this was a big deal, them making yeah. the semis. That was great. Um, I enjoyed the Croatian goalkeeper yeah he's who, gonna get a big contract right who who, uh, who my friend and i were arguing he said he looked like um he looked like henry rollins i got more of a nathan fielder vibe from him but anyway he i thought he was uh uh i i really i really enjoyed watching him um a lot of entertaining goalkeepers actually emmy martinez doing the hand thing doing the the using his his Best goalie award, uh, putting it on his crotch. I don't know. That was not oh, my favorite. Yeah. Not my favorite moment, fun. but definitely stood out. I'm all. I'm all about having the Fox Sports guys go. Oh dear. Oh no. What am I supposed to do that or whatever? That it's the goalkeeper. Yep. Um, he doesn't look like either of them in this picture. Is that him? They're that looks like. Is that number twenty three? Right, I think that's him. Did you get the right? You got the right guy. He da doesn't da look, Daniel Subicic. He doesn't wrong? look like. No, you got the wrong one. I, I got the wrong guy. Wow. Yeah, shows you how out of the. Yeah, that's a different guy. Um, uh, this no, guy only played for Didamo uh, Zagreb. Let me take a look here. Uh, yeah, Dominic Levakovic, right? Yeah, but in my defense, him. yeah, am I wrong? That. There you go, that guy. Henry Rollins and Nathan Fielder's illegitimate love child. <laughs> he doesn't look like a genius in that photo. He's like, oh, well. It's unflattering. Uh, it's unflattering. It's not. A, it's not a flattering picture. Co coach says, I think his skin the goal, and I get I to use skin my has, hands. His skin has cleared up since this picture was taken. Yeah, he was fourteen or whatever. All right, cool. Um, um, what about you? Manuel Noya breaking his leg. That was a lot of fun, and then. Uh, does that count as a World Cup moment? <laughs> yeah, I mean, post-World Cup. It happened during, while the World Cup was going on. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, I definitely like Morocco. You know, you got the, the Cinderella teams. You get the players. And you're right, the players did show up. As much as I hate Mbappe, scored freaking seven goals. And oh, on that, yeah. whenever people do stuff, just in general, on Twitter, it's like, that's why you don't ABC. You know what I mean? Twitter people are just, or just response in general, are just like, and that's why you don't take two, like when Harry Kane skied a second penalty. That's why you don't take two penalties in a game. It's he like, made three today. I was going to say, or or if he scored it, everyone would be on Twitter be like, that's why you make sure the same guy scores twice. It's just like, whatever happens, it's always, um, you always confirm. Emmy, Emmy got his hand on two of the three, though. I got his hand on two of the three. Uh, but yeah, Mbappe scored three penalties in one game. That's, Mbappe that's is amazing. I I mean, yeah. there's no two ways about it. If he, unless he's got some kind, he's got some kind of injury, he's going to break closest record. Yeah, probably next, probably next time for most goals at World Cups. Well, you um, never know because Thomas Muller, right, was on track of just destroying everybody. Yeah, record. Thomas Muller and is then he had Mbappe. Sorry, no offense to Thomas Muller, but no, but but he had two full World Cups where he scored zero goals. 
that crazy? Yeah. Well, he, he, was on, he was on like 15 goals or something or something like that. Yeah, you know, 15, but 10 or 15. He had, and then 12. He had two, yeah, tw- yeah. He was on 12. He had two full tournaments to add to that tally, and he didn't. Not even, not even once. So, um, Well, Mbappe has – he's 23 years old. He now has 12, right? And Klose's yes. record is 16. So um, – He'll be 28 here in the United States if France even makes 27, World Cup. Right? 20, 27, right? 27. Yeah. 27. Maybe 26. Yeah. When is his birthday? Yeah, anyway. I, yeah, I he's going to – I have no idea. At He's PSG, when's his birthday? <laughs> every day, from what I hear. I think it's every day. You're just like, you're just ready tonight. Improv. But um, <laughs> but uh, but you can't predict the future. That's maybe a pet peeve. No, you cannot. Of course. He could. Everyone, yeah. Okay, so so we talked about favorite things. Now, I'm trying to think what my, my absolute favorite thing was. You know, it's another World Cup. I, I, my favorite thing was just to, to see the U.S. back again playing and playing pretty well and getting out of the group, you know, which is not an easy feat. And, uh, you know, could they have done better against the Netherlands? Sure. But my, my favorite moment was seeing the U.S. It's been eight and a half years. Went to a bar. I watched my U.S.A. team play like a kid in a candy store. So it was nice. Because 2018 was difficult because there was no U.S. and Germany did bad. This one was better because the U.S. were there. Germany didn't do amazing this time either, um, but hopefully the future is brighter for both teams. But that so that goes back to my sort of pet peeves. Everyone keeps talking about how old the U.S. team is going to be in four years, but it's like half of those guys probably aren't even going to be in the picture anymore. Not that they're not talented or anything. That's just the way soccer works. People come and they go. You know, uh, people are yeah. hot for a season or two and then they're gone. Yeah, they like uh, you know. In four years' time, uh, 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 Luca De La Torre well, could be playing in the third division somewhere. Well, Who Luca knows? De La Torre did, did get had zero minutes, right? Well, then let, 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 let's see. In four years' time, uh, I don't know. Who, who uh, Christian Pulisic could be a Crystal Palace bench warmer. I don't know. Yeah, you never know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't want to make a prediction. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think. Uh... Yeah, I don't know about half of them. There's definitely a bunch of a bunch of these guys are going to be there, I would imagine. I hope not. But the other part of that equation is I would like people to be open-minded to new players coming through. Right. If there's a new 18, 19-year-old superstar, don't bench him because you're used to Yunus Musa playing. No, 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 no. That's no one. No, no. That's not a thing. I hope not. I mean the talent the talent pool will widen a lot of the I mean I think I think a lot of the a lot of the subs I think you're right. A lot of that there's going to be a lot of turnover there cuz this is not this wasn't a super deep team. No. And and the depth I think is going to improve. I'm I'm pretty sure there's going to be more players entering entering the picture. So I think if you if you look at the squad as a whole, I would definitely agree with your fifty percent situation. I don't know about the starters. I think a lot of these guys are going to be there four years from now. I mean, I hope so, and, and healthy and, and in good shape too. You know, I would. There was just there's all these Pulisic to Bayern rumors, and I was like, what a terrible move that would be. I mean, Leroy Zane, Serge Gnabry, yeah, Sergio they have Mane, a lot of yeah, Musiala. When is he? If he's not playing at Chelsea. What I want to see is I want to see Christian Pulisic to Everton. Christian Pulisic to, to Aston Everton. Villa. Wow. Just, just, he just needs to go to a club, a mid-level club, like... 
where he can play week in and week out. That's why. Why don't not not Italy? He's like he's got. As long as he'll play, if if he goes to Juventus and they want him to play, then I'm fine with that too. The dude just needs to play. That's all. He can't be yeah. fussing around uh, because Christian Pulisic is talented, but he's just not consistent. And to get that consistency, he needs to he needs he needs out. minutes, yeah, and he needs minutes. He needs to go somewhere a little less competitive to get those minutes. It's a tale as old as time. It's not a bad thing. Like you know, the reason I bring up Everton because it's like Romelu Lukaku, right? You want like players go to smaller clubs for a bit, maybe to get the mojo back or to to, to get their minutes, and then then from there he goes on to Inter Milan or something, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, something needs to happen. I don't think, yeah, his situation. Now, a lot of these things will shake themselves out. There's always sort of a little bit of a backlog, right? Pre-World Cup, nothing happens. And now there's going to be all kinds of stuff going down. For the U.S. There's teams, a lot, a lot of big of- transfers, right? Yunus Musa has been linked to clubs. and uh, Yeah, Yunus, uh, yeah, there's always a, a post-World Cup. Yeah, I mean, I think, the, I think those midfielders all... The, you know, there's a there's a market for them, perhaps. Both, all both. Yeah. I mean, I guess Tyler Adams in, is pretty entrenched in Leeds, but yeah, Eunice Musa uh, could go somewhere. McKinney over the summer. Over the summer, Tyler Adams could make himself a move to Arsenal, right? Something like that. We hear stuff like that. Well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Anyway, the future is looking. So we have the World Cup, great tournament, despite all the off-field crap, Qatar yeah. with all that crap. And uh, you know, I don't. I could be wrong, but I don't think they. All they did, sports. Their, their sports washing was a D minus best. Um, well, yeah. I mean, we've talked about it before. They everybody now the whole world was is like yeah. screw that place. Although our our our, our guest too, we were going to have someone on tonight from the floor. We'll have him later. He had a great time. He said, if it weren't for ladies covered in burkas, he'd think he was in Miami. That's a quote from him. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so we'll talk about him about. Uh, uh, Qatar. We have we have a man on the ground. We'll bring him on next week or a week or two and talk about his time in Qatar. Get some perspective. The future's looking bright for USA and Germany. For USA, we got Copa America, maybe here in the United States coming up. We got the New Nations League. Uh, we got the World Cup coming up. We got a we got a lot of we got, we got a, a lot of young players coming through. Cade Cowell, you know, get out of the way for Cade Cowell. He's coming Kate through. Boy. Cowell, Cade and um, Jaden Braden. Jay Jay Braden, Taylor Booth. People are already talking about Taylor Booth, Utrecht's finest. Um, you know, and, oh. then, and then for Germany, we got young Musiala. It was his coming out party, right? He well, he could have would have scored a couple goals. There would have been the party well, would have been more fun. Hansi Flick did it wrong. See if I'm Hansi Flick, Musiala gets to run the ball in the box. Full Krug is standing there still and waiting, and then Musiala's done. Full Krug kicks it for him. And then there you go. That's the best of both worlds. Who's going to start at the nine for Germany in the Euro? Year and a half away. Mokoku. Mokoku. Or? That would be my answer. Probably Mokoku. I was going to say, the other alternative, which didn't really work, was Kai Havertz as a false nine. He was good. I don't know. He's also also one of those Chelsea dudes. But it didn't really work this time. It was like they, they didn't have... Well, it worked It worked it. okay. He, I thought he played well. He didn't... And then he and then he didn't play again after... Yeah, anyway. Ugh, he, that's we not, were seven goals short against Costa. Let's not go back. Let's not go back there. Well, it's either Makoku or, heck, maybe Fulkrug is still 
plugging away. That it's only eighteen months away. So yeah, it's going to be soon. It's going to be. It's going to be coming up. May, 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 maybe the next two seasons will be a good uh, a chunk of time to incorporate full crew into the starting eleven of the national team. Give him some time, get to know each other, get a groove going. Perhaps. He looked. Perhaps. He looked ready. He. Perhaps. I think he was. Uh, he was at a higher level than we thought he would be. Yeah, I think a lot of people didn't give him enough credit, but when he was on the field, he knipsed. He's just like, he I'm knipsed. here, I'm ready to go. He was ready. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, what else is going on? What does the future hold? MLS, the schedule comes out on Tuesday. That's always a big uh, always big for me. My year, sort of a preview on, on my year ahead. I'm going to see if I can <laughs> get in some good some good road trips. I'm hoping that, I, that we're playing in Austin, maybe. I get to see... I get to visit my friend Kier in Austin, watch a game. That'd be fun. I love Austin. They have not played. Anyway, CFC and Austin have not played. Ever? Um, no, I don't think. Uh, or maybe we played. No, I don't think so. No, we never. Because the first. No, we haven't played them. Speaking of road trips, you know what you and I are going to do this summer, Bjorn? What are we going to do? In June of 2023, mm-hmm. the Deutsche Fußballbund released or someone released or something the united states and germany are going to play a friendly here in the united states oh okay where uh, 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 tbd to be maybe in austin if usa plays germany in austin we'll, we'll we'll drive there we'll hang out we'll do a schnitzel boy show let's go with with makoku and full crew involved yeah well um uh so usa is playing germany the friendly look forward to that uh, I just That's got an email that the USA and Bosnia are playing in January. I scoffed the prices, but just got an email. They're selling tickets for twenty bucks <laughs> because I don't think anyone's buying those tickets. No one's so maybe it'll be. I mean, that's an MLS. Party. That's going to be an MLS yeah. only. It's a camp. cupcake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah in fact, yeah. they wanted fifty bucks for those freaking. That's not going to be a good. You want to talk? If we're talking MLS, you want to talk NYCC for a little for a minute, my. Nope, NYCC, the New York Comedy. NYCFC, I said. Well, well, I yeah, was drinking so... earlier. It's been a while, so I. <laughs> but maybe I'm. <laughs> Before we get on NYCFC, which we can, uh, uh, the other sort of big ish news is that MLS finished all its TV stuff. Uh, oh all yeah. The linear, the linear deal is settled, and MLS and ESPN have finally ended. Their thirty-year relationship. What's Taylor uh, Twelling going to do? Is he going to be part of this Apple situation? Probably, possibly, because his contract ends at the end of this year. Anyway, no matter what happened, this oh. was his last year at ESPN either way. Uh, so there, I, I would assume that he's going to go off and be an MLS Apple guy or something. Who knows? I'm not losing too much sleep over Taylor Twelling's future. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll be fine. He'll be all right. Sure. He'll, he'll be, be all fine. Right. Maybe he'll move to St. Louis and just work for St. Louis FC or something. I don't know. But um, uh, uh, Univision or Televisa Univision will also not be airing any MLS games. I don't think at all. all right. It's only going to be a little bit of Fox. I think. I think all Univision is doing is "quote unquote" online platform stuff, so short videos or something. I don't know what that means. And, Nash, and, and the Nations League. league and the League's Cup. Yeah, League's Cup. Cup. Wait, that's yeah. what it's called. League's yeah, Cup, yeah. not the Nations League. The well, they'll Cup. probably show the Nations League too, but that's between USA and Mexico. And things like that. No, no, it's, no. I meant, I, yeah. I was talking about, I meant yeah, yeah. League's Cup. I misspoke. League's... I misspoke. Essentially, that's all they've ever wanted 
Yeah, it's the beer talking. They're like, we just are you telling you there's MLS games with Mexican teams in them? We'll do those. We'll we'll, we'll broadcast yeah. those. Uh, the only network who's going to be doing linear bread is Fox. So it's all fun. They have Fox Deportes doing it in Spanish and Fox Sports and Fox. And you know what? Good on them. They got a TV partner. It's going to be on regular TV still. As an MLS fan like you, I really don't care, right? I'm going to have that Apple package. So They're all in the on this Apple thing. I think this Apple thing is going to – I predict it's going to be big for them. I think it's going yeah. to be It's going to be very successful. It's going to be – it's going to be a a shit show for a little while we're going to make we're going to make fun of it there's going to be all kinds of things that go wrong they're uh uh turning this around so quickly so it's going to probably start rough but then eventually it's going to be a big success that's my i agree i think it's the first tv partner mls has ever had that was actually excited about (laughs) yeah i mean all of these (laughs) like uh yeah the espn yeah i don't know Every deal they've had is like, to, yeah, we can find I, some space for you. And run a I try somewhere. to, uh, I try to, yeah, I don't have any feelings about this ESPN thing. I mean, they've <laughs> always, it's always been like a, you know, like with the, the, the college women's softball game was running long, you know, the MLS right, game right. start like it's, it was never, they never got the first class, tr- you know, they, they, those yeah. ESPN FC dudes were always kind of talking about it under duress. I don't know. If that's at all. fine. Yeah, I know. That's fine. ESPN and MLS never had a great relationship. Thirty years of just what terrible, just terrible. Thirty years of it being, yeah. yeah, like I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't say terrible, but just it's yeah. fine. This Apple thing is going to be transformative, I think. Like again, Fox had clearer broadcasts, right? It seemed like Foxes were like way less compressed. ESPN was little, like really yeah. ESPN all the time. had an odd yeah. There was odd quality. Like, this yeah, looks like issues. crap. What is yeah, going on? They here? didn't. I think they were using Fox, old... Fox. Not either. I mean, and I understand also who wants the seconds. If this is like the Apple thing, who wants to, you know, non-exclusive broadcasts for a league that doesn't have great ratings anyway? Right. I mean, right. I understand from their perspective too that they're not like you know falling over each other to 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 put on these games, but. It's gonna be, yeah. It'll be, it'll be very different, and we still don't know who the people are gonna be, right? Like this is, uh, we're now almost two months, right? It's about two months until the, when the season starts. We're gonna find out on Tuesday the schedule exactly, and um, we'll see yeah. who's there. We'll see what we'll see who's there. We'll see who shows up. <laughs> It could be an iPad with an AI program <laughs> back and forth. Oh, like a and robo a, voice? Robo voice. On the left, <laughs> we have... It's a total AI cover. Maxi Morales, number 10. Hello, scoring. I am Sports Commentator 1 alongside <laughs> Sports Analyst 1. Welcome to MLS Sports. 45 minutes down. 45 to go! 45 to go! No, sir. What's that one? It's a really good one. They're like, no, no, era tempo para más or something. Uh, the Spanish one says, "There's no time for more." Uh, here's a one. Here's one. Here's one. So, will this new stoppage time philosophy transcend to the leagues moving yes. forward? Yes. Yeah, including MLS and everything. 
Yeah, probably. So in the second half of the Bundesliga, stoppage time is going to be much longer now, or what? I mean, usually these things carry over, right? It's not like, uh, I mean, it's a big, it's a big tournament. It makes sense to to be yeah. more. I mean, um, all it's doing is just making the games longer. Honestly, it's not. I'm not against it per se, but it's not really solving anything. It's just adding. I'd say all they did is now add the games. Just now five minutes. To ten minutes longer. Well, but they did. To, but it was. It 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 seemed like it was uh, uh, um, proportionate to the actual stoppages, which that does make some sense, because that then will if if that is hap if that happens consistently, then it will sort of discourage the time wasting and a little bit of the shenanigans that go on that that are not super, you know, that nobody really loves, right. Yeah, I hope it. I think that's the point: is to discourage that as a deterrent. Yeah. I hope that's what happens. You know, I think the actual stoppages are like thirty minutes. So, so the fact they gave three minutes. Well, of but it's time right. But days, you have some kind of an average, and I mean, this this there's still more, much more game time in soccer than any other American sport. So, I also but, love that they were surprised by it every game in the entire tournament. In the final, it's like eight minutes. It's like for crying out loud. They've been doing this since game one. Yeah. <laughs> Stop being surprised all the time. I was I thought that this was gonna be I didn't think that France was coming back, so I thought this was just gonna be Argentina rolling around at any opportunity, and we would have like twenty-two minutes of stoppage time or something like that. <laughs> but uh yeah, that's not how it went. Uh, anyway, okay, so now glade on me. Let's talk NYCFC. What do you got? Well, all your players out of contract. I have no fact. I have no facts, but I have lots of rumors. And the 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 number that I that's in my head these days, looking at the starting lineup of our last game of the season, where we where we were playing in Philly, and we could lose seven starters of those eleven. Well, Maxi that's a Morales lot. That's going a, Argentina. That's right? a rebuild. Well, none of this is final, right? All of this is rumors, innuendo, and things we don't know. Sean Johnson's out of contract. Innuendo. Alex Callens is out of contract. What's the innuendo? I mean, <laughs> you know, the uh, not it's not a not in a sexual that, way. I was gonna say, isn't that an allusion to a? Is innuendo innuendo is always uh, has, has always has a sexual connotation. Listen, second language. All right. Here we go. Innuendo, an elusive or oblique remark or hint, typically a suggestive or disparaging one. That's what that means. Okay, so it's not necessarily sexual. So what I'm referring to when I met, what I was saying with innuendo is that... Let me give you an example of an innuendo. I'm David Lee, the NYCFC president. Maxi Morales, well... Let's just say he won't be in New York uh, for much longer doing you know what. That's an innuendo. <laughs> okay. Well, or Alex Collins, Alex Collins giving the fans a very, very long look after the playoff game in, in Philadelphia, I took as a farewell of sorts. Yeah, he's and, going to the uh, Rebels. No, no way. That's not going to, that is your fantasy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's out of contract. Uh, Anton Tinnerholm, we know, is going back to Sweden. He uh, wants his family to be over there. So that's Justin Hack. His contract did not get renewed. And then we have, um, now we hear that Nico Cacha Acevedo and Santi Rodriguez are linked to Bahia in, really? in Brazil. Uh, 
Brazil, both of them. Brazil. I don't know if that's real or not, but that's two more. And now in the latest twist, it uh, Maxi Morales is going to racing in Argentina. Oh, it took me a second. I'm like, he's, he's getting into racing? <laughs> Dang, what a twist. <laughs> no. Oh, the, well, he said he, had, yeah, he has said that called. he wanted to go back to Argentina to play before his career was over. He's now 35. And uh, last year, it seemed like he didn't have a lot of options there. And that has now seems to have changed. So, yeah. So Why can't seven. you guys get Lionel Messi? Huh? Get Lionel Messi. Why does he have to go to Miami? Tell him to move to New York. Oh, great idea. I'll make, I'll make the call. Make the call. Make it happen. Make it so. <laughs> make it happen. I know you've got So anyway, so I out. think this is a full this is a full rebuild. And I was uh, yeah, what that means is we're gonna, you know, it's already December, so the reinforcements are gonna come in slowly and we're gonna be terrible until the summer, probably. Lay it on me, man. The, you know what I really care about? We talked about this a lot. Tell me who the new NYCFC two kids are. Like you went to the games, you saw the reserve teams play. Who from the youth squad is ready to break out of the first team? Nobody. No, it? very few. Uh, uh, I think the center back Owusu. Yeah, he he's the he's the only one. Um, Maybe he's why Alexander Collins won't get resigned because they. Feel I mean, they have a new kid I don't think he's not on his level. If if Collins leaves, they need a they need a replacement. I mean, it's the midfield really that. That we're gonna that we're gonna need help with. Um, I don't see anyone else on NYCFC two making the jump. I mean, we had you know Kevin O'Toole got a bunch of minutes. Um, yeah, I think Owusu is was good, and and that's kind of it. I don't know. There's a big gap between those two teams. It's not like these 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 guys just kind of are gonna start uh, popping up um, by the dozen. We're gonna we're gonna need new people now. The hope is, have we? Did we actually? I was thinking about this. Did we ever really talk about the stadium thing? No. Yeah, we, we did enough. We can talk right. about it again. Anyway, you mentioned it was fine. news. No, was like, we talked about the announcement, and I said congratulations. I think we talked about it, and then we did. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'm I'm hoping they're not gonna skimp on the reinforce. That's there's a world where that could be the philosophy, right? Because all to, their money is going. To we the have to spend a, a crap ton of money on the stadium. Uh, and really, nothing matters until that opens. So we could just suck. Possibly, for a of years. but when that the stadium opens, they're going to splash cash on some. Players. No, we want to. We and we want to. We want to be a good team in the meantime. But yeah, anyway, very uncertain. There was more news, sort of weird news, coming out this week about Queensboro FC. Queensboro FC seemed to be defunct, and then there was a brief rumor that NYCFC had bought. Queensboro FC, which they then denied because Queensboro FC has also has a stadium plan at your college in Queens, a much smaller, they were going to build a much smaller 7,500 seat stadium, which now it seems there were some rumors that NYCFC is now involved and helping out there. So there's also perhaps a second stadium, smaller and more immediately maybe ready to be built might might also pop up as an interim solution for and see i think they probably just want the stadium they probably they don't want the club well they need the some they need somewhere i think the 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 fans have made their their displeasure known about this rba John's, rba whatever. situation so they're right. i think they're looking for 
for something more immediately available where they can play if if both Yankee Stadium and City Field are unavailable, which is going to happen at times. Yeah, but that's that can't be a 7,500-seater stadium at York College. Well, there has not been, you know, I don't know, those Red Bull Arena games, they were never anywhere close to 7500 people so yeah. if we had a, if we had a solid 7500 seat stadium that might that might be good enough for the certainly for the open cup or the the ccl or whatever whatever it could be so anyway there was more more rumors lots of uh i'm not, not gonna call it again. a lot of like maxi and alexander <laughs> collins are both missing this weekend you know what that means oh my god uh anyway well, I, Rebels, it's exciting Rebels. it's gonna be exciting i no sorry i just want to say one more sentence about how you know it's it's like it just makes you think that these people they come and you grow to love them you watch them uh, you, not everybody works out. Some people arrive, and you're like, "What? This person sucks." But then the people that are good, they stick around. You grow to love them, and then they come and they go, and you wish them well. And it's just a, it's just a fun journey. And I'm I'm sad to see them go, but I'm also excited for that to start over. Now a bunch of new people are coming, and we'll see how that goes. Biggest bust in NYCFC history. Go. Um. Uh, um Adam Nemitz comes to mind. Um who's that? He was uh, a tall Slovakian striker who was he, he scored a bunch of goals for the Slovakian national team. He was on the 2015 team and it seemed like a on paper seemed like a great combination. He was a real target number 9, you know, could play next to Next to Via, like that, this was like Jason Kreis's whole setup was the diamond. He was famous for the diamond for the four four two uh, uh, diamond setup, and he had Via and Adam Nemitz up front. And on paper, it seemed great. And he never, he just, uh, he just didn't. He was not good. He didn't score, and uh, he only lasted to the summer. He was only there for six months and then left. I think that's that's right one. Now. That's he's a he was uh um yeah there were that's a couple of Nets. the other what's that Nimitz oh Nimitz Nimitz Adam what Nimitz. great name They're like he gets in the nets um the nets. and the other guy that always comes to mind is Eloy Amagat who was sort of a midfielder uh who came to kind of shore up the 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 sort of number eight position and he got a red card against the red in the Red Bull Derby 20 minutes in and was just kind of a disaster. I think those two those two come to mind. They have not missed with a lot of transfers actually. Uh yeah. got a pretty good track record of bringing people in. So they weren't oh, there weren't a lot of real busts. Um but yeah, plenty. here I have a trivia question for you. Which, since we were talking about active about MLS players at World Cups, who is the only active NYCFC player who got who actually got on the field during a World Cup? Uh, during a World Cup? Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't this one. We and and, and, he's, on, and he's on the roster right now. He's active. 
Uh, he wasn't. He's not active now. He was active then. This was in 2018. I mean, obviously, there were only two World Cups during our existence, oh. and it was not this time. Well, say say the question one more time. We had one player who got minutes at a World Cup. Oh, so he was on while, the NYCFC while team being on while being an NYCFC player. Yes, is his country Costa Rica? That is true. That is his country. Uh, I want to say, is it Ronald Matarita? It is not. That would or be someone... the. That's this is the red herring of the of the question because he was on. He was supposed to be, uh, and he would have gotten minutes, but he was hurt during that World Cup. So he hurt. did not. He did not play, but he was on the roster, and he would have gotten all gotten minutes, but he was hurt, so he did not make it. Um, uh, I probably am not gonna know his name. It's not Alexander Collins, right? He was uh, no, he was, was uh, Peru. No, he was. He played for Peru. He did not make oh. it. Uh, it was Rodney Wallace. Ah, Rodney Wallace, one of those one of those Costa Ricans with like an old British name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he got some. He yeah, he got like um, like McAllister, McAllister. Uh, they're intending to oh, for the arch yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean Collins also, I think Collins's name is based on Collins, right? I is mean, it C O L L I N S? Well he no, his is C A L L E N S, yeah, but like I think but it's pronounced phonetic. that way, so I think it's it's uh probably, probably. Oh, like a phonetic thing for yeah, oh cool. Anyway, yeah, very, cool. very cool. We've had a lot of New York Red Bulls at World Cups. We had yeah. one this summer. We had a couple this summer, or I guess only one, right? Uh, we had Aaron, Aaron Long, Long, but he didn't get yeah. he didn't get any time. He didn't get any time, no. But usually there's one or two hanging out for our boys. You've had so. you've had who was the last one who got who played last active Red Bull minutes, if, if any, anybody Red ever Bull. get minutes? I mean, while they were on the roster, right, right. Yeah, like to you know, it, it would have been like uh, I don't know. Uh, um, uh, did, did Venezuela play at the last World Cup? No, no. Let's just say maybe it's Christian Caseras. Uh, I don't know. Active minutes, maybe. Yeah, I'd have to Google that. There was a All big right. article about Metro Stars and Red Bulls players at World Cups. You know, Lothar Mateos. Well, yeah, and Rafa <laughs> Marquez and Rafa Marquez. Right, right. But not we've had a lot of players who. Thierry Henry. We have a lot of players who've been in a lot of World Cups. Yeah, right, right. Uh, I mean, Jordan that's what somebody was saying. Like this was they were looking, they were posting on social media a picture. I have of the... it. I have it. In 2006, Yuri okay. Jorkaev was playing for the Metro Stars. Oh, Metro, under Bruce Arena or under Bob Bradley. I don't know who was playing with someone. And well, he got a little bit of time because the World Cup in 2006 was in. Germany, right? Germany, right. And during a live broadcast, uh, they cut to the stands of a game, and active Metro Stars slash Red Bulls player, Yuri Jorkiev, was sitting in the stands watching the game. And JP Della Camera during the live broadcast was like, Oh, he's supposed to be at home attending to his sick mother. And then and then uh they cut away. So Yuri Jorkiev was caught. Leaving the Metro Stars to go watch a World Cup. Oh, so game he wasn't on the rock. <laughs> no, he was retired. He was internationally retired at that point. So he was supposed to be playing for the New York Rebels that weekend. 
but he had to go quote unquote tend to a sick. This mother. was like the Mateos, uh, the Mateos uh, Southern France vacation. The France thing, Saint-Tropez. Uh, so he was caught on a live broadcast. I remember it like yesterday, JP Della Camera was just like, literally, JP Della Camera, who's on the live broadcast, knew the situation. He was like, oh, there's Yuri Jorkaev. Uh, should he what be is he doing? at the hospital? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> mother, must, mother must have passed away <laughs> that's right and then bruce arena took over the, the head coaching duties of the new york rebels and they asked him about it and bruce arena's like that's in the past if you're a jerk wants to play you can play so one of our players was caught missing a game to go watch another game all right that's another one of the many stories of new york red bulls lure all right we got uh we, we right. just had a big pow world cup it was lovely, great tournament. You have a small break, and then the soccer's starting up again soon, baby. That's right. We got the freaking Boxing Day next Monday. The Premier yeah, back. Premier League starts starts up. Bundesliga twentieth of January. MLS late February. MLS schedule gets released on Tuesday. FIFA just released that there's going to be a thirty-two club world cup club mega world tournament. Cup. Yeah. When are the players going to get a break, Bjorn? When are they going to rest? Never. We demand about, entertainment. People talk about the Nations League this summer. It's like, give it a rest, man. We just have the World Cup. Let it breathe a wild. little bit. Wild. 48 teams coming in 2026. Ugh. I haven't even processed that yet. Too much. 48. Too much. 32 is the perfect number. It really, it really is. is. It really is. And, you know, it's just enough where everyone's relatively It was 16 in 1978. It was 16. No, but I will say that, like, you know, even with 32, two teams didn't belong for the most part. Maybe even just one. Qatar is the only team that really got outclassed. Everybody else I thought were decent. Like, Canada got blown yeah. away. But like I said, both of their teams, Belgium, Morocco, and Croatia were the, like, they ended up being the toughest group in the tournament. They had to yeah, that's true. Because, you know, but still, you know, so if, if in 32, we still find one or teams, two teams that don't belong. By math, that means 48. It's going to be, what, 13 teams that don't belong, right? Something like that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you came up with that number, but, yeah, it's going to be a little yeah, I mean, I mean, let's see. Let's look at like, Costa Rica made it in from North America. Yeah, you're going to have Panama. You're going to have North Panama, Macedonia North would have been Macedonia. in this time. Yeah, Scotland will finally come back, so Scotland. good for them. Anyway, All right. Anywho, we don't have to worry about that right now. We'll worry about that later. All right. Uh, have we, we done it? Are gonna, we might be back next week. It's the holidays. We'll see. I, I thought we just, you just said we wouldn't be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah we wouldn't be, right? Right. So we're not going to be wanna, back You want to wake off. You want to hang in Florida. Uh, Do I? <laughs> that's what you said before. I don't know. Right. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm around. No, you're right. You're right. Like I said, maybe we'll have a Boxing Day special. Zweiten Weihnachtstag in Germany. That could be fun. Or or if not, I'll see you all in the new year. It's been a great year. Great tournament. Uh, full of Weihnachten. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Uh, and I'll see you all in the new year. You are. It's been a pleasure. It has been. Tell right back at year. you. Right back at you. Just this neuen Jahr.